Hey, Pastor Ryan here with the fourth of our five daily reflections, walking with Jesus through Holy Week. Now, if you're just joining us, we're, we're really trying to resist the urge this week to, to run through another week at the same hurried pace as usual. And instead, we're trying to really take time to slow down and to reflect on exactly where Jesus was each day of this week some 2,000 years ago, what he was doing, what he experienced, what he felt, what he endured. And so to that end, why don't we just open our time of reflection with prayer. Jesus, we invite you again to speak to us today as we fix our attention on who you are, on where you were, on what you experienced this holy week, 2,000 years ago, I, I pray that you would help us to love you more, be more in awe of you, and that you would help us to see even one simple way in which we can better follow your example and live out your way. And we pray all of this in your name. Amen. Well, Holy Thursday was another day filled with significant and sacred events. In truth, it's just completely impossible for us to look at them all and frankly overwhelming to choose where to even focus our attention. But as I, I sat with these events, I found my attention continually drawn to John 13. The first five verses record an account of Jesus' actions just prior to his final teaching uh, with the disciples at the Last Supper. And so I want you to listen to these words. It starts in verse 1 of chapter 13. John says, Before the Passover festival, Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart from this world to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, I love this part, he says he loved them to the end. Now when it was time for supper, the devil had already put it into the heart of Judas, Simon Iscariot's son, to betray him. Jesus knew that the Father had given everything into his hands that he had come from God and that he was going back to God. And so he got up from supper, he laid aside his outer clothing, took a towel and tied it around himself. Next, he poured water into a basin and began to wash his disciples' feet and to dry them with the towel tied around him. All right, now you, you may already be aware, but this act of foot washing in the first century was typically work that was, that was reserved for a servant. Just think about it, like everybody wore sandals and walked on dusty roads. So imagine how truly foul one's feet would be by the end of the day. Imagine the disciples shuffling these dirty feet into the room and one by one taking their respective places at the table. They may have even found it strange that they saw no servant to wash their feet prior to reclining at the table. But, but also notice that not one of them volunteered to pick up the towel. That work was unpleasant, it was dirty, and if we're honest, it's just flat-out gross. Now imagine with me the way that the mood in the room must have shifted when Jesus, the man that they all believed to be the Messiah, stood up and did that servant work that they were unwilling to do. Imagine how uncomfortable it must have been to watch Jesus remove his outer clo uh, clothing and tie a towel around his waist without a word spoken. Imagine their embarrassment as they watch Jesus pour water into a basin, get down on his hands and knees, take their dirty feet into his gentle hands, and wash them. Like, you have to think that they were wondering to themselves, man, wh wh what is he doing? Why would he do this? What's he trying to teach us now? 
And the truth is, if we read the rest of John 13, you could even read that later by yourself today, you can actually read Jesus' answer. Jesus had a singular image that he wanted etched in their minds uh, in, in, in terms of whom he was and what he had come to do. He wanted them to remember the image of him as a servant, not primarily as a miracle worker, not even primarily as a teacher, but a servant. And Jesus is so clear that he meant this as an example to them and to us. If Jesus was willing to serve to this extent, there is simply no act of service that was beneath them nor beneath us. And so to follow Jesus means to follow his example. And so I want to leave you with this simple question today. How will you serve like Jesus today? Will you pray with me? Jesus, we thank you that you did come to serve. You said yourself, you did not come to be served, but to serve, to give your life as a ransom for many. And the truth is, compared to giving your life in our place for our sin, washing feet was, was nothing. But we also confess, Lord, that there are so many simple acts of service that we often don't seize the opportunity to practice and we do see them as beneath us or, or outside of our comfort or our desire. And so we just simply don't do it. And Lord, I, I just pray that today as we look to our own hearts, we look to our own relationships, to our own lives, Spirit, would you lead us to see uh, an opportunity where you are inviting us to serve? So Jesus, we thank you again that you did and that you do, that you will continue to serve us. And we pray that you would help us to be more faithful in our service to one another. We pray all of this in your name. Amen. Well, thank you again for joining me today. I will be back tomorrow with the final of our Holy Week Reflections.